what do you think? Should we just like uh, jump back in like we haven't mysteriously disappeared for two months? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what to say. <laughs> Sorry, Soccer situation. <laughs> Watch out for twigs. All right. Uh, um, all right. Welcome to episode six of Soccer Situations. Um, I am Todd. I'm Alex. All right. And there's so much to talk about. Where to begin, Alex? Um, do you want to start with the Arsenal? <sighs> we can talk about the Arsenal right out the bat. Yeah, I mean, it's it's what a season it's been so far. I can't say I saw it coming at all. Um, <laughs> I knew we would be improved this season, but holy shit. We're officially else. a third of the way in, a little bit over. Um, and and near top of the league, by uh, two points clear of City. Yeah. I don't like uh, the constant reminder that every broadcast gives that's like every team that's had this many points after this many games has gone on to win the title, except one. <laughs> I'm like, cool. Yeah. Keep bringing that up. Keep bringing yeah. that up. That's Newcastle. Feel better. <laughs> Newcastle. And w- the year in which Keegan was like famously thirsty for it. <laughs> yeah. They blew it. Um, yeah. That's tough. Um None of those teams had an opponent like you have in Manchester City. Yeah, I mean, no one. Yeah, it's unprecedented, like what City has has become. I, yeah, weeks and weeks ago, you were already. I mean, I feel like a month ago already. You were like, "It sucks. I can't even enjoy this this good run we're on because you just know City's right there, and they're just yeah. gonna take it." Even when they play bad, they fucking get a cheap penalty and get a win out of it. It's like, yeah, we can't, they have to get a cheap penalty too. They can't have the biggest, most expensive, fancy squad of all. They also get soft penalties their way. Yeah. Referring to the city um, was at Fulham this week and got um, to call it soft, I guess is unfair. There was contact, but it It was was a dive also. Um, There was contact and then De Bruyne just threw himself to the ground about two seconds after the contact and um, in like about the 94th minute. um, Yeah. Erling Holland talked home a winner for city. Leno almost saved it. Should have, should have, should have saved it. Yeah, kind of underneath his hands. Yeah. Yeah. Um, tough one. But um, we're supposed to be talking Arsenal here. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. We had a pretty decent match this week. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, that's the. Uh... The Chelsea match. I mean, it was a one nil, but it that was the most convinced I've been all year that we might actually be act in this title race. Like the I know Chelsea are kind of a, a mess right now. I think a mess is strong. Yeah, they're not at the peak yeah. of their powers right now. Yeah, but it seemed like when Graham Potter went there, things were going okay at the start. They looked decent. They have so much talent. The squad's crazy. New manager bump. Yeah, and then, you know, but Arsenal confidently controlled that game. Um, not clinical enough, should have scored more goals, but they I, there wasn't really any point. There was, you know, the, anytime there's a corner in those kind of matches, that gets, you know, will get stressed, but there wasn't really a point where I was like, okay, we're going to blow this, where Chelsea just had us hemmed in and we're going to just keep taking shots till the end of the game. They never got that. We kept pressing from the front and kept control of the game. The midfield was ours. Um, 
yeah, it was quite the performance. Uh, yeah, I got to say that's what I saw too. Um, you know, you often come in with a, a delusional rose-tinted look at these Arsenal performances. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> no, as we all do. But uh, no, I saw the same thing. Um, super solid performance. Uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say that you didn't just say. Yeah, um, I mean, that that like I was saying, that's – but I, I do usually get pretty hyped on performances. But, like, that was the first one that really hit where I was like, okay, this – I haven't seen us do this to a big club at their – on their pitch in a very, very, very long time. Yeah, Especially, it is. you know, a London Derby, no less. Yeah, exactly, against Chelsea, of all people. It's, it's fun. It's fun to bully them on their own pitch. It, this has been a rare weekend in that we both have um, – positive fixture news to talk about. It's um, true. Yes. <laughs> Big weekend we, for results. We, we also had a trip to London. Um went to Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Uh Tottenham won, Liverpool two. Liverpool's first away win of the season. Um that was crazy hearing that. <laughs> now it wasn't crazy for me. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> believe me. Experiencing it all season. Could not be more aware of it. <laughs> could not be more aware of that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like uh pod conspiracy theorists right now are just like, ah, that's why these guys are bringing back the pod this week. They both won. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, that's probably true. Positive energy's back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't have a, um, a ton to say about this game. Uh, it went like really largely according to script, considering uh, the injuries Tottenham had. Yeah. And uh, Liverpool's farm in which, we beat top of the table teams. We only lose to relegation teams. <laughs> uh, we've literally like lost our previous two fixtures to like the previous bottom two teams in the table. Yeah. Uh, and prior to those two matches, uh, beat Manchester City. Liverpool's all over the place right now. Yeah. Um, were you going to say something? I say you're doing everyone else at the top of the table some favors right now. Yeah, it's true. We're actually <laughs> we're just like bodying people for Arsenal. I hope uh, we get. <laughs> Some kind of shout out if y'all if y'all <laughs> yeah seriously take city, <laughs> take city down twice this season. I really do us a huge favor. Yeah, um, I saw one of those like Sonos every angle. Um, does Arsenal get those videos, or is that just the Liverpool thing because we're sponsored by Sonos, um, where it, it plays uh, the replay of a goal from every angle in a stadium? Um, I don't think I've seen us do similar stuff, but I don't think we have like that exact okay. thing. Yeah, Liverpool does this after every match for like one highlight, it seems like. Um, and it ends up being like a six minute YouTube video um, because there's so many cameras. And it's awesome That's because awesome. you just get the same looped audio because it's always the same snippet of crowd sounds. So yeah. You get the same looped audio and uh, essentially the same sounds, but from different microphones. And uh, yeah, just watch the same goal over and over again for literally five minutes. Uh, and I watched the one of those for Salah's first goal in this. Um, and it was actually a really, really great team goal. Um, in the yeah. moment, I was so tense uh, that I didn't really notice that, the buildup, how smooth it was. Yeah. Um, it played all the way out from the keeper out through right back, of course, across, then down through the left and back across to Mo. And it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah good build up. Super nice goal. Um, for me, the highlight of the match, though, was the second goal. Not even the goal itself, although it was a you know hilarious like Tottenham own goal, which yeah. is all, always a welcome thing, and a lovely <laughs> little lofted finish, which I always like. But Klopp's yep. celebration was just instantly, instantly legendary, dude. <laughs> I mean, he's like, oh, like 
you know, like you see him get real tense with the lob, and then he's yeah. like, get out. He does little swings. Dude, like the, the fucking tension, the agony, and the ecstasy during that celebration, dude. He's like a little kid. He's like a toddler in that moment. Uh, yeah, he's that so was weird. fantastic. So that was the standout uh, highlight of the game for me, I think. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Other Liverpool news while we're on the subject. Um Champions League draw happened uh, this this week, and Liverpool drew Real Madrid in the round of 16. I think BBC's headline was was the worst draw we could have possibly had. Uh, I'm like super stoked on it. Um, I don't know. I think it's gonna be great. It's gonna be, be a great time. Super fun fixture. Um, we've played them in two finals in the last like five years, and we've kind of gotten fucked. Uh, well, we got fucked in the first one. I think they were the better team in the second one. Um, yeah. But either way, I want to play them in a two-legged tie. I think it's going to be really, really fun. Yeah, I think that's going to be a super interesting tie. I think a lot of people are right because of Liverpool's league form are writing you off. Yeah, like immediately they think you're going to get absolutely rolled over. But I don't, I don't see that happening. Um, luckily, it's not until February, so we can get some players back. Hopefully, get the midfield sorted. Maybe and, get a signing or signing in, maybe. Yeah, I'd, I'd settle for having Diaz and Jota back. But yeah, a midfielder sure would be nice too. <laughs> yeah, you could use some support in that midfield. Yeah, um, we're trying every formation we can to like squeeze some kind of efficiency out of what we got. Yeah, uh, it's pretty funny. I liked we played this kind of. Uh, I guess it was a four-two-three-one or a four-four-two still um, against Tottenham. Uh, <laughs> yeah, see, yeah, that yeah, was working. Yeah, there's like signs of a, a partnership between Mo and, and Darwin, which could be fun, you know. That'd be a fun little partnership, the big guy, little guy oh, dynamic. I was just gonna say there's no more classic partnership than big and little. Yeah, bring, you gotta do that. That's <laughs> bring fantastic. back the four four two big and little combo. Yep, yeah. That's yeah, that's that's classic. Just ping balls upfield right onto Darwin's head and he can just flick it off his head to, to Mo running through. If that really happened, I'd, back. Yeah, I'd be like that's it's it like football tactics rotate at the exact same pace fashion does. Yep, it's all circular back. Yeah. Funny stuff. <laughs> um, what other games should we talk about? Manchester United? Maybe? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, we can't talk about not talk about United. <laughs> Unai Emery's return masterclass. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a masterclass. <laughs> he, they honestly, they dominated that game. They controlled that game. Yeah. Um, yeah, talk about a new manager bump. Like Unai could not have had that much of an impact already. They hit Stevie that much. I know. Um, I I don't really know. I didn't pay close attention to everything going on there, but it's I saw so many like memes and posts about how much the players hated Stevie. Oh, really? That's funny. Yeah. But I was I actually, like, I never. I don't know what happened. Hmm. Interesting. I just assumed um, everybody loves Stevie. Oh, I mean, that's never been true. Even at the height of his career, people love to shit on him. And he's probably a little bit of a strong personality. I don't know. He's scouts. Um, he's got that Thierry energy where he's just like shitting on players all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Thierry was, had the same. Uh, he was alle- not, he not faced the same allegations in management. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Stevie, you know, he had his success up at Rangers. Uh, Premier League's not the same thing. Uh I, yeah, I have he no idea. He also went to like a pretty good club too. Like the expectations weren't going to be light. Yeah. So, you know, may, he'll probably drop down to the championship and find his level and learn. Yeah. I, 
I haven't, I didn't, it's funny, I hadn't read any of that gossip um, uh, because overall, like, I'm really, like, not that emotionally invested in that story, not as much as I thought I would be. Yeah. You know? Um, you just have to be real. Like, I'm a little kid anymore that, like, worships him like a superhero. Yeah. Um, like, making it in management is, like, almost impossible, no matter who you are. So, oh, yeah. it's tough. So, um, I, I half expected it to go this way. You know, maybe more than half expected it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see if he can stick around or stick with it or if he gives it up. Yeah, I I mean, he's a super competitive dude. I really doubt he'll give up. We'll see what he does next. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't think he has the charisma to move to, like, punditry like Carragher does. Yeah, yeah that's – yeah, Carragher has uh, something about him that people just see as pure entertainment. Yeah, he's the best. This episode of Soccer Situations is brought to you by Littlefoot Coffee. I mean, what can I say about Littlefoot Coffee? Um, They're not just friends of the pod, they're family of the pod, quite literally. Um, Alex started Littlefoot years ago after more than a decade of roasting experience, um, roasting coffee for some of the hottest, most fashionable, and uh, most importantly, tasty specialty coffee roasters in America. My favorite thing about it is that it's just really high-grade coffee without a drop of pretense. You're not going to find a bunch of weird, savory notes that the roaster is passing off as intentional. It's just really sweet, comforting flavors that everybody wants in their coffee. And now, for a limited time only, you can get 15% off at littlefootcoffee.com. Promo code SITUATIONS. Once again, you can get 15% off at littlefootcoffee.com using the promo code SITUATIONS. Uh, speaking of which, sorry to just make this the Liverpool podcast. <laughs> um, but uh, Van Dyke, Virgil Van Dyke gave a, um, a really cool interview to uh, Gary Neville's uh, The Overlap. But there's like a half an hour interview with Verge uh, this week and uh, tons of really, really good stuff in there. Virgil's like one of the coolest dudes ever, of course. Um, Two things. (laughs) He like very seriously says he's like uh, Neville asked him if Kara would get in the team. And Virgil's like in the 11 or the 20. (laughs) (laughs) And and Neville's just laughing and and, and Virgil's just like, he wouldn't even get in the 20. He'd be in the stands. And. (laughs) And Neville's like, you mean that, don't you? And Virgil's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't stand. Funny. Um, another excerpt I think uh, you would find interesting. They asked him if there's uh, any particular striker that he ever, uh, that he finds the most difficult to deal with in his career. Yeah. Uh, any guesses as to what he says? Uh, is that Arsenal related? It is. Is it Ollie? Yeah, Olivier Giroud. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, he mentions he shouts out Giroud, dude, and it's really oh, funny. Oh, yeah. He's like, Giroud's just one of those guys, man. He's like, no matter where he's at, uh, he's like, and you think you'll have him in pocket. He's like, you think you got him all game, all game. And they just like, just find a way to score. I'll just score out of nothing. <laughs> he really did. He really did a lot. Yeah. That he was, was like, his whole game. Yeah. Uh, he was like, oh, I remember this, like the five, two at Arsenal, we were up three, nothing had the game. We had the game so in hand and somehow like he just like scored. And I looked at him and I was like, did you score again? And it's so funny in the video. Virgil's like, 
you can tell how competitive he is, dude. He's so competitive. He goes, he's like, man, it's annoying. He's like, Fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. I love I a love shout out to the for Ali because he's, yeah, that, that dude was an underrated striker. He's so good, dude. He's so, so good. And, uh, I mean, so mad watch him sit on the bench at Chelsea, just yeah. waste who better to compliment you. Who better to say it than Virgil van Dyke, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like the center, best center back in the league in the last what, five, six years. Yeah. All right. I've been rambling about Liverpool stuff for a solid 15 minutes. I don't think I realized that the Europa League has like a playoff into the next round. Um, yeah. Are they doing that from the people that drop down? So like basically Champions the- League drop downs have to play off before they drop in. Yeah, exactly. So basically the the second place teams in the group have to play one of the champions league teams for a right to stay in the competition. Oh, wow. That's Which is interesting. I didn't, I had no idea they did it this way. How did they not know that? <laughs> I feel like this is the first year they did that. It don't hold, be, right? don't hold me to it. <laughs> I'm not a fucking Europa league historian, but I've never heard of this happening. And I have watched Liverpool in the Europa league for a handful of years. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember this happening at all. I just assumed we went right from this into like a two legged ties, like champions league style. Yeah. Um, I think this is new. Um, we'll do, we'll do research and talk about it later. Yeah. Well, <laughs> anyway, I mean, if we could like, the Europa League draw is this like playoff draw is super interesting though. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Man United, Barcelona. Man United, Barcelona is gonna be so good. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, I think Barca are gonna thrash them to be honest. TVH. Uh. Yeah. Here's, they should. Here's they my should. question: Does the loser drop down into the Conference League? I don't know. That's a good question. God, UEFA, there's so fucked that there's so many conferences. Why did they bring the conference league into this? It's got to be. It's so annoying. Please tell me that the loser drops into the conference league. Oh, I hope United get knocked into the conference league. That'd be so great. Uh, I'm annoyed because I'm reading this story about this fixture on uh, BBC, and there's yeah. no no mention of that. Yeah. I wonder if this is, though, if this change if it is a change is related to the conference league getting added could be so maybe this is to play into the go into the conference league oh like that yeah i see what you're saying like whoever loses these ties goes down like that's the whole concept of these of these playoffs yeah 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 i think you're probably right which is the other one stays in the stays in the (laughs) league remind me to edit this conversation because I'm so fucking high right now. I like now that you say that, I think that's very obviously what it is. No, it's good. We're just working it out. You know, it's fine. Come on, man. This is Europa Conference. Are they going to do this to us? Conference League, dude. I don't know. Remember when Brendan Rodgers was like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> He's so that's, right, though. Like, what the fuck? It's true. Even Broad said it, dude. Come on. I don't know what the hell it is. Anyway, I mean, Europa League's going to be fun this year. There's a lot of really good teams down there. Let's just reel them off real quick. Do you want to do it, or do you want me to do it? Uh, I mean, just in this playoff alone, let's see. We have Barcelona and United, uh, Ajax, RB Salzburg and Roma, Juventus and Nantes, PSV and Sevilla, Monaco and Leverkusen, Sporting, Shakhtar Donetsk. These are all, like... 
perennial Champions League clubs. Yeah, dude. Um, even um, Union Berlin is in third in the Bundesliga right now, oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. They're they're fucking killing it. It's gonna be it's, it's fun. fun. It's <laughs> I feel fun. like I've given you this speech in sympathy when you first dropped into Europa League. <laughs> yeah, I was like a good time man, in Europa League. Man, people shit on it, but it's a good time. Like good teams drop in, and there's always super fun fixtures all the time. Yeah, you know? yeah we've had it. We've had some good runs in it. Um, you know, we've made a final. We've well, we've made some semifinals. Like, it's fun. This season will be really fun because it's it's gonna be a fun test. I don't know who we're going to get out of this, but it'll be fun to find out. Do you have someone you want out of those big boys? Out of the big boys? Ooh. Or do you want like a nice easy path? You just want to go for the trophy. Oh, I don't know. Well, with the way our form in the league is now, I feel like I can be like, I'd like a little bit of a test. If I was like trying desperately to win this competition to get back in the champions league, Sure. I would I would probably want to just easy breeze right to the final. Sure. It is a congested season, though. It's true. You know? That is true. You might not mind a first leg five nil, you know, so you can play, <laughs> yeah. the, play the kids on a return leg. It's true. That's true. It wouldn't be a bad thing. Got to get strategic. I would like, though, to see at some point if, you know, Juventus or uh, Barca or any of those guys later in the competition, I think would be fun. Yeah, like yeah. I'd like a semifinal or final against one of those clubs would be awesome. Yeah, dude, Arsenal Barca Europa League final would be fucking iconic. Yeah, <laughs> can you imagine that? Like, we're what a I mean, that just kind of sums up exactly like what's happened in the last like 10 years in football. Yeah, uh, should we take a peek at the Champions League draw? Yeah, let's do it. Some fun stuff in there. PSG gonna get worked by Bayern yet again. Yeah, let's just run down the list real quick. So we've got RB Leipzig uh, versus Manchester City, um, Club Bruges versus Benfica, the Minnows hear each other, yeah. uh, Liverpool uh, with Real Madrid, that's kind of the, the headline tie, uh, AC Milan and Tottenham, uh, Frankfurt and Napoli, uh, Dortmund, Chelsea, uh, Inter and Porto, and PSG, V Bayern Munich. I guess you could argue that is also a headline tie. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'd say there's three pretty big ones in there with PSG, Bayern, Liverpool, Madrid, and Dortmund, Chelsea. Yeah, Dortmund, Chelsea was the other one I was going to pick um, because Chelsea is such an uh, kind of question mark right now. Yeah, that's going to be a fun one. I think that like the hippest tie of them all is the Frankfurt Napoli. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's going to be the hipsters, uh, final right there. Yeah. We, um, came second out of the group, obviously drawing real Madrid, um, behind Napoli on goal difference, um, because they hit Rangers for seven and hit IX for a few as well. Um, we, I think swapped even score lines with them, lost two nil in, in, uh, Naples and beat them two nil at Anfield, if I recall. Um, but I have the insane respect for Napoli. I could see them going all the way and being one of those odd dark horse champions league winners that comes around every now and then. Yeah. That team seems scary. Good. Yeah. Um, The way they were just dismantling the rest of your group was like, yeah, they could definitely make a run. They could, they really could. They're a lot of fun to watch too. Yeah. I wouldn't mind a run from them. It'd be fun to watch. No, I'm a fan. 
be nice to see somebody new in a final too. Um, yeah, I think it, it would be entertaining watching them make a make a deep run. I would not mind it at all. Do we think uh, is PSG finally gonna get it together this season? Um, I gotta say, I mean, I can't tell you the last time I watched a PSG game. I have heard whispers that Messi is playing extremely well at the moment. Oh, he's back. That's what they're saying. I mean, that's what they're going to need. They're going to need a Messi firing to get to make any kind of run. I mean, they're starting off as bad as they can against Bayern. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't think they got it. Dude. I don't think they do. I don't think I can't see them losing to Bi- or beating Bayern in this competition. No. Uh, I think Bayern wins that at a trot, to be honest. Yeah. Bayern wins that at a trot. Now I'm staring at the fixture. Like, did I just say something I'm really going to regret? Now, yeah, I'm going to I'm sticking with that. I think I think so. I mean, I guess I haven't paid close attention to Bayern season either. Elsewhere, I'm definitely um, hoping for a romantic AC Milan resurgence against Tottenham. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. I, I love seeing back. Milan in there. Yeah, me too. They always have the best kits. Yeah, their kits are classic. Um, anything else in the Champions League you want to talk about there? Um, I don't think so. Hmm. What else do we have to talk about? Um, I mean, should we take a moment to to talk about the upcoming looming disaster that's about to happen for the next month? Oh, the the midwinter break. <laughs> yeah, yep. The new Premier League midwinter break. They're trying yeah. out this year. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, what to say? Um, the World Cup is. I mean, I don't know, dude. It's so fucked for so many reasons. Yeah. Um, so many teams are already looking at injury crises, and that's with players allegedly like kind of playing at 80%, knowing that the tournament's coming up. Um, Now these players are going to have to fly to the middle of the fucking desert and play for their countries, which is always a bigger exhaustion. Lord knows what the surface of these pitches is going to look like. Yeah, who knows? All artificial. We can see, like, uh, an injury epidemic like we never have imagined before. Yeah. Um, All of this without even tapping into all of the political and humanitarian reasons why this shouldn't be going on. Yeah, and it still baffles me that they we're even here. There's so many, so many times that along the way that this should have been called off. Um, so many times. And up until like, even this point, it's like, why, why are we doing this? Why? It's so frustrating. FIFA Uh-oh. officials were convicted of corruption for awarding yeah. this tournament. And this was how many years ago now we got that conviction? What was that, like a decade ago? I don't know. So why why could we not change the venue? you telling me any other, you know, Central American, South American, North America, was- any European country, two countries together couldn't have hosted this? Honestly. It's like, absolutely, absolutely insane. There's so many options. Give it to whoever the runner-up that year was. Right. Like, I can't believe it's gotten to this point where this tournament's actually happening. <sighs> I'm, I'm really hoping, I mean, and yeah, I don't know. 
it's really frustrating. It's sad because I like saw an uh, interview with Martinelli today talking about how all he, you know, all he cared about was the World Cup, and his dad told him that 2022, when he's 21 years old, he will be at the World Cup. Oh uh, yeah, and it's like you get why these these young kids want to be there. Like this is their dream, but it's also like it's so frustrating because it's yeah. like it shouldn't be. None of these countries should be going to this. Right. Um, did you see the Klopp, Klopp quotes on it? No, I didn't. He had some um, quotes. You know, he didn't go all in, but um, yeah. Um, here, this this is from The Athletic. Asked whether he was looking forward to the World Cup as much as usual. He said, no. I will watch the games anyway, but it's different. We all know how it happened and how you can still let it happen. And there's no legal thing afterwards leading to real openness. Keep in mind, English is his second language. Mm -hmm. Um, Still, it was hidden. And you think, wow, how can it happen? And that was 12 years ago. Now it's coming. Um, (laughs) <laughs> Which is exactly yeah. what you just said for like five minutes. Yeah, he's so right though, and I wish like I I'm pretty disappointed in a lot of people not speaking out on this or not like yeah. you know England coming out with their rainbow armband they're gonna wear like it's such a futile gesture it doesn't mean anything like they don't care because you're not all you're doing is representing it's a rainbow flag to them. It doesn't mean anything to them. They don't respect anything about the gay community. Like, no, it's, it's the most embarrassing token gesture. Uh, yeah. Just virtue signaling is the yeah. term I'm looking for. Yeah, exactly. Just embarrassing virtue signaling. Yeah. It's um, yeah. It's a, it's a pretty damning indictment against the game itself, which sucks. Cause it's like, obviously we love this sport. And all the drama of it, but like this is the wrong drama. It's it's an atrocity that this tournament's going on, and uh, yeah. we'll just we'll just leave it at that. Yep. And it's a shame for football fans because it's like not. I mean, I think a lot of them sadly will just watch it without even thinking about it. But uh, I, there's also a lot of people out there like us who are heartbroken because this is like a wasted tournament now. Yeah, I don't think I. Sadly, I don't think I know anyone else that. Um, plans on boycotting it um or at least that they've seriously mentioned it oh, it's kind of shocking yeah i'm a little disappointed uh i get it the world cup's the fucking best yeah um and yeah. there's only so much you can do i think we're all kind of mentally exhausted That's and protesting fair. everything all the time you know yeah. Yeah. So like I get it. If you want to just watch the World Cup, that's fine. I'm not gonna yeah. be judgmental, you know? Yeah. And honestly, it's gonna be easy enough for me just to be like, whatever. I'll just forget about it. I'll pro- I mean, I'll see the score lines and stuff on BBC while I'm like looking at other stuff, but Yeah, I won't be able to avoid the news. I'm not gonna I, I just am not gonna care. I can't care like I want to. Same. Which is a shame. I just yeah, gonna, so the only thing I'll be checking on every day is the fitness of Arsenal's squad. Injury news, exactly. Like who's going to be coming out of this alive? This is why the second half of the season, nothing to do with our form going into the second half of the season. It's 100% going to be based on who comes out of this World Cup with the better fit squad. Uh, dude, and this is why City's unstoppable with that depth they have. They have, they have 
a full two starting 11s. They can rotate to they such an insane degree, dude. Um, it's it's really wild. Um, you would have to have the most insane injury crisis ever happen for them for it to not affect them or to actually affect them. Or, I mean, or you, yeah, never mind. I was going to say, you'd have to hope for some key players. That's pretty dark. I don't want yeah. to say that, you know, but if, I mean, Holland, if Holland and De Bruyne go down, like maybe. Deep down, I, yeah. You know. Oh, I feel that. That's, yeah. I would like, you know, I'd rather win the league on merit just against that club. But, you know, I also wouldn't mind taking But look, it's not, it's not like they're <laughs> playing by the rules as it is. So you're yeah. just asking for a swing the other way, you know? Exactly. Exactly. It's, you know, they're playing with a motherfucking game genie plugged into the Nintendo, dude. Yeah. Did I tell you about the quote um, from some like, was it Paul Merson? Probably because that guy's such an idiot. Um, that <laughs> quote that they were saying, he was talking about how great Arsenal's been. And um, if only the Arsenal can run their club like City runs theirs, then yeah, okay, this would be the way for the future. Yeah, I saw that. that's one of the most ignorant things I've ever heard. Like, oh, my God. Like, I can't even, like, begin to say how stupid that is as a yeah, statement. Like, that's that's extremely dumb. So basically have the Saudi government buy us then and give us endless funds to buy, to build the team instead of, you know, one of the historically best-run clubs in England that Arsene Wenger literally, like, changed the way things were done in your country. Yeah. <laughs> Building that club. So. Yeah. Shocking statement. Embarrassing stuff. <laughs> Absolutely embarrassing. <laughs> so bad. What's up, Bailey? What's going on in the animal household? Oh, nothing. You know, Bailey's stinking, being annoying, begging for <laughs> treats. <laughs> Twigs was Twigs was gone for a little while for the weekend because that asshole Roland was here. Oh, you was staying with you? Yeah. So Twig, I just got Twigs back. Oh, that's cool. Good to have the cat back in the house. Oh yeah. Going on over there. What are those old men doing? Uh, Bruce just waking me up in the middle of the night. God, he's such an ass. <laughs> he's not dealing with the time change very well. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, the time change is probably a nightmare for him. He's always trying to push breakfast time anyway, but with the time change, it's like, yeah, it's been tough. Yep, you're 3 a.m. Sleep time now. Yeah, 3 a.m. breakfast time. Exactly, dude. <laughs> and it sucks because, um, Everyone can hear everything in this building, like sound travels to an insane degree. So oh, I can't no. lock him out of the room because he starts howling. And when he's howling, I know the whole building is hearing that shit. You know, you know no. how loud he is. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to let him in. And then he's poking me and jabbing me in the face. It's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so you just snap. Do you ever yeah. think about getting one of those auto feeders? Yeah, I've thought about it a hundred times and never done it for some reason. <laughs> so I'm an you idiot. Should definitely do that. And now I'm just like, hey, he's old. He'll die soon. <laughs> but he I've won't. Made it this, he won't. I've made it this long. For, exactly. No, he's going to be like 30 years old. Oh, my God. Bruce is never going to die, dude. He's going to be like 30 years old, that fucking cat. You can kind of tell, actually, by the way he's shaping up. He's just going to be there forever. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he's just going to be a grumpy old little bit. He's going to get more and more miserable and louder and louder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do we need to talk about in the pod? Um, that's a good question. Um, Hassan Hootl. Hassan Hootl. Uh, yeah, Ralph. Firing. Ralph got sacked. Firing. Yeah, that's a shame. Um, Southampton, a shame. Southampton's a tough gig because every now and then they're just going to – they have one of these, like, regenerations where they're just going to be – shit for a little bit you know yeah yeah it's true 
they've been on a pretty good run. Um, I mean, Hassan Toodles had like a mixed ride there, but yeah, uh, <laughs> that, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's got, well, he's how many nine nils have they faced? Yeah. It's funny that he's been hammered and that's like become his signature getting hammered nine nil. But yeah. I remember them being like a really good looking fun team and a difficult team to play at their best. Oh my God. They were a thorn in our side for ages. They used to kick <laughs> our asses all the time. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. He was, he was a very confusing manager. Cause he, yeah, he had them play some amazing football at times and then would get smashed nine nil by somebody. I guess you could say it's like uh, Roberto Martinez at Everton or any of the other places <laughs> he managed Wigan or, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> he used to pull that stunt. Exciting fun, gets, but also get some big like, scalps every now and then. Yeah. And then, yeah, just get smashed sometimes. Um, oh, I know. Uh, well, I know we've already talked a lot of Liverpool, but uh, I'm sure this is a positive thing for you. But how do you feel about for him? For me, no misses out in the World Cup squad. Yes, uh, that's sad. Yeah, it's good news, it's good news for you, but. Uh, I feel like Bobby has a long history of being disrespected in Brazil. Uh, so he's probably not too devastated by it. And I also suspect he's kind of lazy in his private life. So he's probably fine. You think he wants the vacation more? Um, <laughs> for a long, long time, this just recently ended under club, but like, um, fat Bobby was a thing. He'd always come back from summer vacation, <laughs> vi- visibly fatter. That's so he, Brazilian. Yeah. Oh my God. It's, it's funny. Every single season, he'd come back with like a double chin and be fat. Yeah, he's down in Brazil, just eating steak every yeah. day. Yeah, just... and then of course in preseason training, that two weeks later, boom, it's all gone. Yeah, he's um, just fit. Yeah, but a uh, fat Bobby is a thing. Um, it's going to be funny. funny when he retires. You watch, he's going to poof right up. Yeah, I believe that. Classic um, Ronaldo style. Yeah, you know I love Bobby and I want what's best for Bobby. So I guess I wish he was in the squad, but um, yeah, it's fine. I think it mostly just annoyed me to see Anthony get picked over him. Yeah, it looks like he's been playing. He's been playing pretty decently for uh, for United. Pretty, I, I yeah. gotta say, yeah, so that's fine. I just don't like his face. No, he's he like, looks. He's the classic Brazilian. I don't like. He looks super annoying. He did that seven twenty no scope spin, which was fucking hilariously over the top. Did you see this, that? Dude, oh my god, dude! dude I so couldn't awful. believe it. It was really uh, something. <laughs> he he like he was like he saw Richarlison's bullshit and was like I'm gonna take this to the next level. Yeah, I'm gonna do some. I'm just gonna do a spin in the middle of the pitch for no fucking reason. Yeah, just full spin. He had to pick his opponent to do that against because some people would fuck him up for doing that. Oh, man, would have been so fun to see somebody fucking two foot him after that. <laughs> Just come flying in and two foot him. Dude, right if, he, did, if he did that when Roy Keane was still on the United side, I feel like Keane would have two footed him. Same team. Oh, yeah. No, Keane would have devastated that kid. He would have never played again for that team. <laughs> Pretty funny. He would have shattered his legs. Yeah. Anyway, um, I thought it was I thought it was a pretty cool move. It was pretty sweet. I mean, it was fun. It's just funny as fuck to do that in the middle of the game. Like how fucking ridiculous, dude, the ego. Again, not to make it about Liverpool. Should we talk about since the sale news just came out today? Oh, yeah. I mean, it just happens to be Liverpool heavy news. That's not, not yeah. our fault. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the official statement again is that they're, oh, man, I, I don't have a quote here. Let's see. Oh yeah, would consider new shareholders. Yeah. Which yep. t- to me, if if that's the reality, um, is no news at all because they've actually made little 
inquests for investors, third-party investors before. That wouldn't be the first time they've done that. Oh, uh, okay. Um, and there's already speculation that this is actually just like kind of a polite way of um, inviting full bids. Um, uh, yeah. Just putting some feelers out. Yeah. So I don't know if that's true, if it's just kind of a um, – non-inflammatory way to open negotiations with bidders. Um, it sounds like most Liverpool fans will be happy about this. I would uh, obviously be devastated. I think FSG have been incredible owners. Um, short of having bottomless pockets of an oil state, what do you want? They've yeah. they've delivered so much. They've relentlessly pursued Klopp for years before we got him. Um, yeah. When he was available, they made sure we got him. They built him his dream squad. They gave us the champions. They gave us, what, three Champions League finals? Yep. Um, a league title. Like, what Yeah, more? you can't ask for anything more as a club. That's ridiculous. You, you really can't. And still, like, they spent, what, 80-something million on Darwin this summer? It's not like they're not spending. No. Um, I mean, and you guys just, still have a foundation of a really good side. Like, you need yeah. a couple more pieces to fit in, like, because yeah. of fallen out a little bit but yeah and um the haters say things like uh yeah they were for the super league and yada yada but um in every instance in which they've made a mistake like that they've um listened to the fan base immediately and backpedaled um they did it once when they raised ticket prices there was some fan outrage and they immediately backpedaled same thing for the super league they were like oh you hate this okay backpedal Um, and that's, that's all you can ask. Like, they're not always going to get it, but, um, I don't know. I think they've been pretty exemplary owners and they don't chop up journalists. I do think, uh, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I do think like English people have a like far too idealistic view of how things should be in the premier league. I think there's an old, old fan groups are still out there that think like it's still the way where the fans own the club basically. And you know, they get to they get to vote and say everything that happens at their local club, and it's just like that's right. not you want. At the same time, you want the Premier League to be the best league in the world. It's like it can't be both ways, right? Um, I wish they were a little stricter about who they allowed to own the clubs, but yeah, that would be nice. Um, you know, that's just not the reality more, and I think English like the fan base is so idealistic with how things should be in the league. And this, I can't speak to all fan bases, but I'm, I have to be like, I'm shocked and a little embarrassed at how quickly Liverpool fans have gotten so spoiled and entitled (laughs) under the, under the reign of FSG. Yeah. They don't remember that we were about to go into administration, um, you know, facing like a docking of points and probable relegation um, under our previous ownership, we were sold for 300 million. Like we were not worth shit. Yeah. Um, And this club was an absolute mess um, prior to this ownership. The fact that they've restored us to power is like nothing short of a miracle, really. Yeah. It's super impressive. I mean, you could have easily been like what Sunderland is now. Yeah. That's the way we were going or um, a lead, a leads or something, yeah. you know, where people like, oh, you're a club, a big club, but, you know, kind of patting us on the head. Yeah. You could have disappeared for who knows how many years down into the leagues. 
Instead, we've got more trophies. We got an FA Cup. We've got literally every trophy that can be won in the English game. Yeah. Um, ex- except the Europa League. But um, I mean, you've won the biggest trophies. You've won a, won it all in this last. Like that's more than ninety nine percent of football fans can say. And while doing that, they've also um, built a brand new super modern um, academy and training facility. Yep. And th- they've expanded uh, um, the main stand and are expanding the Anfield road stand. We're going to have a uh, capacity of 65,000 at Anfield uh, next year. So like to argue that their ownership hasn't been a success, we're spending way too much time on this. I'm sorry. I'll edit it. <laughs> uh, but no, to argue fine. that FSG's ownership hasn't been anything but like an unqualified success is insane. All right. That's no, hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. Um, we pull up Premier League fixtures. Yeah, yeah, run them down for me. I can't find yeah. them. So, um, Man City and Brentford, South uh, Southampton, Liverpool, Bournemouth and Everton, mm-hmm. West Ham, Leicester. Mm-hmm. Decent one. Uh, Tottenham, Leeds. Mm-hmm. Uh, Forest and Palace. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the bigger ones is uh, Newcastle Chelsea. Yes, that'll be big. Yeah, uh, Arsenal Wolves. We've already said Brighton Villa. Yeah. That'll probably be a good match. Yeah, yeah. There's some fun ones in there, huh? Yeah, Fulham United. Fulham United. Okay. Yep. You'll have the uh, managerless t- uh, Southampton. All right, that's fun. That'll be always fun. Always interesting. Newcastle yeah. Chelsea will be fun. Um, I, bet, I bet Newcastle takes them to pieces. I think I might um, actually visit Grand Rapids. So maybe I'll um, I'll be there. Maybe we can watch some of these games. Oh, you coming in this weekend? Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Nice. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's my birthday weekend. Oh, Maggie's yeah, been right. bugging me about a visit. So oh, yeah, I figure, why not, you know? Yeah, come out, dude. Um, yeah, what do you have going on this weekend? Ah, shit. Not I've sure. been hanging out with that girl, so maybe ooh. I'll hang out at some point this weekend. But ooh. Uh, ooh. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, we don't have to do that. Um. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, but no plans. I have no plans in place. So, uh, cool. Yeah. I'll be around. All right. Yeah, maybe I'm gonna pop on the old Amtrak. Yeah. Get out here. Record. We can record one of these in person. Yeah, that'd a, be fun. Do a rant about the Queen in person. Yeah, yeah, maybe we should do that. Um, I'd be coming in late on Friday night. Is that cool? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, cool. Yeah, like the same time, like eleven thirty. Uh, yes. Something yeah, there's only one train. Time is. I think yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. All right, cool. Well, I'm gonna buy that ticket then. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, anything else you want to talk about? I don't think so. I think we kind of covered covered a bunch of stuff probably have to do some serious editing but i know i was gonna edit tonight we'll see though i got pretty high that was a fab bowl yeah (laughs) Yeah. um but uh i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a shot yeah see what you get done yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right well um well i'll see you this weekend sweet all right later man later man soccer
Soccer, 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 soccer situation. situation.